Champaign, Illinois. A real shot to get to. Pacers got it in the Big Ten And now, testing live and local from the 98.9 Studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I might even put a flyer on Derek Carr being the MVP. And Eric Fry. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. But at least I have the guts to step up and make something happen. It's the starting lineup of the game. Startup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there here on this Thursday? Thirsty Thursday, a throwback Thursday. It's also the 7th of December 2023. What's happening out there? Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you, and we're hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. And we're going to be uh, talking about uh, some uh, sports, of course. And we'll hit up on uh, some uh, local sports. Not a lot of uh, local action uh, from uh, last night, but we'll take a peek at what happened there in the eighth grade uh, level with uh, girls basketball as the tickets were punched to the uh, state uh, tournament. So we'll take a look at our area teams that qualified for that there. We'll also uh, be hitting up on uh, some NBA basketball as we'll take a peek at what happened last night. Joel Embiid with a nice performance uh, for the 76ers. And also uh, tonight with the uh, Final Four beginning in the in-season tournament. And you can hear those games right here on 989 The Game as well for the in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. And we'll also uh, be talking about uh, some uh, college basketball as well, both on the men's and uh, women's side. Caitlin Clark doing good things there for Iowa and uh, in women's basketball last night. And we'll also be hitting up on uh, some football as well and uh, take a look at the uh, Thursday night game uh, tonight that kicks off the uh, week of the NFL action. Maybe not the most exciting game to get this week started. Yep. There's a few. Uh, it's better good... than the Bears, though. <laughs> it, it is. Just by a smidge. Mm-hmm. Just by a smidge. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll take a look at that and we we'll, might take a peek at the playoff picture as well as we uh, stand right now. And we'll be talking about a little baseball stuff as well. The big news that happened uh, later in the evening. But of course, like we said, you know, when we end the show, something happens and there was a, a move by the Cardinals that was made official. There's a lot of uh, rumbling saying uh, still trying to work out and iron out the details. Well, it looks like the details and the I's were dotted, the T's were crossed, and it looks like uh, someone will be joining the uh, coaching staff next season for the uh, Cardinals. So we'll hit up on that news as well because that broke after the show got over with. So uh, that is all on the way here on the uh, starting lineup. And, of course, we like to give a shout-out to the people that make the starting lineup possible. There are McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and a Tatopolis State Bank. All right, so we got some ground to cover here today on this lovely uh, Thursday as it feels great outside except for just a little windy compared to this time of year. So uh, we need to get this thing jump started and we need to get it going. It's first things first. 
Maybe. Before we get into the show. First things first. Computer's acting a little funky here at the start of the uh, day here at the studio, and uh, we're going to start in uh, baseball as uh, the uh, big news uh, there that the uh, trade that was rumored to be getting uh, talks about uh, finalized uh, throughout the entire day. Well, it was finally made official later in uh, the evening as probably some people on the East Coast woke up to this news as Juan Soto has officially been traded, and he is now not a San Diego Padre. He is now officially a New York Yankee as the official uh, trade news came uh, late Wednesday at night and marking the second time in less than 17 months that Juan Soto has been dealt. And so now Juan Soto is going to the Bronx, and he's uh, he's a Yankee now wearing those pinstripes. Yeah, and, you know, he's not the only one going back to New York after in, in this trade. Travis Trent Gresham, the outfielder, goes yeah. as well. Uh, New York will be sending the right-handed pitcher Michael King, the right-handed pitcher Johnny Brito, the right-handed pitcher Randy Velasquez, knows the theme here, the right-handed pitcher Drew Thorpe, and catcher Kyle Hikishawaka. I know I butchered that, to San Diego. Um, so, Charles, I want to get your take. Obviously, we know the talent of, of Juan Soto. That isn't what is being questioned. But where do you think this puts the Yankees? Hmm. You know, I definitely uh, like their chances, especially with hearing some uh, things about, you know, the Rays uh, with trade talks of maybe potentially moving on from Randy Rosarina mm-hmm. and Glasnow, of course, been uh, dangled out. So, you know, I think that this puts the Yankees in a pretty good spot at the top of the East now with just this uh, singular move. Of course, the Yankees are never done, and they're never done spending money into the offseason. But uh, I actually like this move for the Yankees, and I think that puts them uh, right there at the top of the East. At the top of the East, really? At the top of the East, yeah. I still don't. No. And here's why. Yes, the, the Yankees offensively, offensively yes. are going to be great if... They stay healthy. Yeah, that's that has the, been the issue. It has been. Is you know you, you have Rizzo went down last year, and you had you know uh, Judge was gone for a little while, and you know John Carlos Stanton isn't what he used to be. And yeah, as that's far as true. playing time, Juan Soto has played the most games out of anyone recently in baseball. Mm-hmm. That is something that he has done. But a part of me goes. When is it going to break? Sure. You know what I'm saying? When is every baseball player has their number called where they're going to get an injury and miss a significant stretch of time? Right. It just happens. And he's been playing at an MLB level for five, six years. Mm-hmm. Every game, eventually right. it's going to catch up to him. Yeah. The other thing is the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like we said, gave up four pitchers in this deal. So, Travis. Mm-hmm. Four pitchers and a seven-player trade. They 
have no starting pitching. Who? The, the Yankees. Yankees. Uh, Garrett Cole, Cy Young Award winner, says hi. Okay, one. Is he going out there every day? <laughs> no. They need pitching badly. Mm, Nestor Cortez, right? Okay, you're still at two. I got Carlos Rodon. Oh. Servino? No, he moved. He went to the, the Mets. Oh, yeah, that's right. Why well, I still have him listed on the depth chart then? ESPN hasn't updated it. Ugh. I just, to me, there's still question marks for this Yankee team. The other question mark is the same question mark we've had for the past three and a half months is Shohei. Mm-hmm. Shohei goes to Toronto. Yeah. I think Toronto is the best team in the East. Well, yeah, definitely. But but right now, as we sit today. I still like the Orioles over the Yankees. Well, yeah, so do I. I can't I can't put the Yankees leapfrog them over a team that just won 100 games Yeah, in Baltimore. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I sure. would right now, as we are sitting here, I would put the Yankees third in the East. Hmm. Yeah, I would put I would put them behind Baltimore, and I would put them behind the Blue Jays as we sit here right now. Yeah, because the health of the Yankees is my concern. Sure, and I just don't know. On paper, Travis, it looks like a hitter's row. It looks like a murderer's row. But how many times have we seen those paper deals work out? Right, and I mean Juan Soto is a lefty, and it's a short porch yep. there in the Bronx, the, so that should help. The other thing, Travis, is this more than likely means the Yankees are out on Bellinger. Yeah. So you're not getting him there, so you're moving Judd to center, so Judge is going to play center now? Mm-hmm. He's played center for a little bit. Hey. I mean, yeah, that outfield is definitely a crowded there in, in New York uh, with uh, the addition now of uh, Soto and the uh, Verdugo trade that they just made the other day with uh, Boston. Yep. So, and then of course with Judge and Stanton out there, and, and then, you can throw one of them at DH. Yes, Stanton most likely. Yes. But. The one other thing, Travis, is the distraction factor, because now we're going to get a whole year of does he sign an extension. That is going to be the talk all year. Maybe not. And if he doesn't, and the Yankees don't win the World Series, or don't even make the playoffs, this looks like a major bust. In year one? He's a free agent at the end of the year. He could, I mean, we're still... He could resign, yes. Yes, yes. the deal hasn't even been fresh less than 24 hours. But what I'm saying is the distraction of it. It's the same thing as Aaron Judge's distraction. All year, as he was hitting 62 homers, Mm -hmm. the question was, are you going to resign? And him an MVP. Are you going to resign? 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 It earned him an MVP. Where to get the Yankees as a team? I don't know that. They, they didn't make the playoffs, did they? Hmm. They no, they weren't not. in the World Series, were they? They were, they were not in the World Series. <laughs> now, the other side of the things, Travis, mm-hmm. the Padres. Yeah. Picked up four pitchers. Yeah. That's good. They, need, they needed a pitcher. They're definitely rebuilding. But the odd one to me is sending out Trent Grisham. Mm-hmm. 
Travis, right now the Padres have one outfielder at the moment, and that's Fernando Tatis Jr., who's not really an outfielder. Right. That's their outfield at the moment. And they still are trying to replace Blake Snell. None of those pitchers they got are replacing Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. So right. it got their payroll down. Mm-hmm. Now there's reports that they're in on Jung Ho Lee, which makes sense from a roster standpoint, but does it make sense money-wise? Yeah. I don't know. Why are you spending money when you have other needs? Mm-hmm. Another, and, and I'm not trying to get off on other things that happened yesterday, but another team that makes no sense is the Reds and the deal they made late last night mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Canario. Yeah, I'm not, um, I... Or Candel- Candelario, excuse me, Jameer Candelario, who was with the Cubs last year, mm-hmm. signed a multi-year deal to play third base or first base. That's basically his main position. Sure. You know, that's where he plays, but you sign him to a multi-year deal... Even though you didn't have a spot for Marte, who is a high prospect, and you didn't get Joey Votto back at all and let him walk. So what are you doing (laughs) if you're the Reds? Mm -hmm. They don't need that. They need pitching. Mm -hmm. Now, there's still talks of them moving India, which could bring in some pitching. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know about that. Yeah, three yeah. years, forty-five million. Uh, I don't know about that. Right. Yeah. the The Reds are definitely in a uh, weird, yeah. weird spot. Yeah. There with uh, making that signing, and then you know if they do swing a deal for some pitching, they're going to have to give up some either MLB ready now players or some prospects. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really know what Cincinnati. He's doing there. I think the Yankees did did the deal they needed to do. Because you got so far down this rabbit hole, you had to make the deal. You had to get Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. And the Padres knew that. Yeah. They knew at this point in all the talks and all the rumors that the Yankees could not walk away. Mm-hmm. So to me, the Padres did pretty good here even though they've lost their entire outfield yeah and the Padres are so they they made all these moves they got Soto they signed Bogarts and all that and here they are now they traded away Soto again losing potentially uh, Blake Snell and potentially always trade talks with Josh Hader and whatnot so Padres falling completely off he's a free agent well yeah I don't know yeah Josh Hager's a free agent, but they still have six players, Travis, uh, five of them, with $100 million contracts. And Machado, Tatis, Bogarts, Darvish is still getting paid. Uh, Joe Musgrove is still getting paid. And then Jake Cronworth is getting paid until 2030 at $80 million. So you have a lot of contract there. That's a lot of payroll for six players. It is. If you are the the Padres. So that's why they made this deal. That's why they had to. Um but again, I I still think that the Yankees still need to make a couple more moves before I'd say they're a legit World Series contender. Yeah, and it's still 
early, they could potentially get one of those big name uh, free agents uh, for sure. And I love that yesterday that when this move uh, was going down, that the New York Yankees administrator that runs their ex account. He knew the assignment, or they knew the assignment, uh, because when the deal was pretty much done, or the deal was done, uh, they tweeted out, Juan Soto appears headed to the Yankees, which was a direct response to uh, John Hammond's uh, tweet that was almost sent exactly a year ago with saying that Aaron Judge appears to be headed to the, the mm-hmm. Giants. Mm-hmm. So, phenomenal job working there on social media there. Loved that. And that wasn't the only move that was made in the East there yesterday. Uh, Craig Kimbrell. Yep. He signed with Baltimore. Yep. To help with their bullpen. Yep. Yep. I mean, we all know he serves up batting practice. He does. Good luck. Yep. Good luck to you there. Uh, The other move I saw, Travis, was uh, the Diamondbacks. Yep. Uh, And Juan Rodriguez. Four Four years, 80 million. 80 million. What he was projected to get. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I think it's a good deal. I, I think it's good for the Diamondbacks. Um, it's what they need to stay competitive after their run last year. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a good move all around for everybody mm-hmm. on that front. Yeah, especially adding him to that already. Yep. Uh, pretty good rotation there with uh, Gallon and uh, Kelly. Yep, yep. Now, b- before we move on from baseball, Travis, you know I can't go a baseball segment nowadays without talking about the Cubs. Uh-huh. If you are a Cub fan, I'm sorry. Shohei's not coming to Chicago. We mentioned that yesterday. Yeah. We... Yamamoto is now Chicago. Hmm. Cubs are out on Yamamoto. Out. Out. Right now, if you are the Chicago Cubs and are a fan of the Chicago Cubs, get happy about getting Matt Chapman. Mm-hmm. Because that's basically right now what our free agency is going to look like. And maybe Tyler Glass now if we're lucky. Yeah. That's that's about it. But as I said yesterday, I still think it's okay. Yeah, it, it is. I still think it's okay. Yeah, you, you'll make other moves that fill the needs of your team right now. And again, I wouldn't mind a reunion with Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. Because the first half of the year before he got injured, he was pitching great. I, I wouldn't remind that. I wouldn't remind going after Cody Bellinger now. Maybe that's an option for the Cubs. Maybe it is. Yeah. As long as it stays under that $300 million mark we've heard. Because <laughs> if it goes above that, then get out of here. Right. Don't want any of that. But Yeah, um, exactly. I, I I think the Cubs could still make a couple more moves. Um, but I'm I'm not as optimistic as I was entering the offseason about making big moves. And a lot of social media uh, with the Cubs are saying the same things, you know. Yamamoto and Otani, soon we're aiming for him. We're getting Matt Chapman. Mm-hmm. He fills a need. Exactly. But He's not the big big fish, but no, still. It, it is what it is. Yeah, it is it's fun. what it is. So you would know. Just be happy with you, that. You got, you got Just your Just be needs happy with met. what you got. You got all your needs met, Travis. Exactly. You're be good happy. to go. Uh, also, it looks like Dylan Cease will not be traded anytime soon as well. Basically, they're going to wait to see where Yamamoto goes. Mm. And he's not doing anything until next week. So, mm. Right now, the Mets are the favorites for Yamamoto, Yankee, then the Dodgers, and the Giants, and then Boston. Boom. Cardinals are still plus 1,000, Travis. Ooh. 
plus 1,000. Still a chance. Still a small chance. So. so you're saying there's a chance. Hopefully by this weekend, we'll know where where Shohei goes. And then when Shohei goes, Yamamoto should find. And mm-hmm. then we can kind of see what the rest of everything's looking like. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. So. Uh, that is uh, what was happening on uh, the uh, baseball front uh, there yesterday. And like we mentioned as well, that the uh, news broke yesterday that at, towards the end of the show and after the show was over was that uh, Yadier Molina is going to be uh, joining the uh, Cardinals yep. back into the organization uh, with a uh, job title of uh, special assistant to the baseball operations or yep. however that. That business uh, talk was about, you know, I'm not being around the clubhouse uh, every day, but basically uh, being involved in some capacity and being not involved just with the catchers and whatnot, being as a team as a whole. So yep. uh, that move was made official and officially announced there by the Cardinals. And we talked about the good use of X for the Yankees. I don't, I'm not sure what the Cardinals were doing or still waiting. Well, there was an announcement that they announced a concert coming to Bush Stadium, but oh, nice. all that hoopla last night for a tweet that they had, that fancy tweet that they had, mm. but it's all for the concert, I guess. We thought it was going to be an announcement of like a City Connect jerseys or something, but it's just for a, a Def Leppard concert. Apparently. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, not exactly what we wanted there, nope. but hey, I guess we get what we get. get, get hey, we got a concert announcement too, Travis, on uh, our on our social well, media. That's for the great, Cubs, so. isn't that fantastic? Yes. <laughs> All yes. right, so that was our uh, baseball talk there, and we'll come back. We'll talk about some uh, local sports. Some local uh, basketball is on the way here on the start lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. (laughs) It's coming for your soybean fields. Is that water hemp? Palmer? They're everywhere! Protect your fields by layering BASF's Zidua Pro Herbicide Pre with Zidua SC Herbicide or Outlook Herbicide Post. Learn more at keeppigreadaway.com. Always read and follow label directions. Business owners, are you ready to take the next step to increase your revenue? Cromwell Media can help you broaden your revenue capabilities beyond your expectations, offering geofencing, retargeting, website design, video production, and social media management. Hi, this is Sheila Myers, General Manager at Cromwell Media in Effingham. Our five great radio stations will help you build your brand locally. Extended with digital, we can put your brand anywhere in the country. You've put so much into your business. Let Cromwell Media experts help because your success is our success. New Year's resolutions date back more than 4,000 years. The Babylonians used to resolve to return borrowed farm equipment. Hi, this is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. Today, the top four New Year's resolutions include lose weight, quit smoking, quit drinking, and fix failed finances. If your plan is to lose weight, how about you forget about making a New Year's resolution and just make a plan? Check out PlanZDiet.com. Dieters on Plan Z lose an average of 31 pounds in under 50 days. Yep, you heard that right. There are no packaged foods, magic shakes, nothing shipped to you in a mysterious brown wrapper, no weird hormones, and no weigh-ins. I'm a food 
food writer, so I guarantee you this is the best tasting diet on the planet. And it's backed up with a money-back guarantee that promises you'll eat real food and lose weight. Even if all you have is a grill and a refrigerator, you can do this diet. Or if you eat out, we got you covered. Check out PlanZDiet.com. I can't help you quit smoking, but I can fix fat fast. PlanZDiet.com. This is Lucas Kroening with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now, this is like Christmas morning. Everybody has a chance. It is opening day. Baseball is back. We've waited since the last out was made in that World Series, and it's finally here. There's a reason why I haven't talked yet. and I think opening day is overrated. The starting lineup. Oh, boy. I enjoy the final day of the season more than opening day. And I'm not saying it's not an exciting day, but there's 162 more games ahead of us. Like, this is the first one. This is first one back after months. It's just a great day for baseball to be back. Sorry, I, I don't feel the same way. I don't know what it's else unbelievable. You want me to say. Here on the, one of the most exciting days in sports, and it's overrated. To me, it this is. This has got to be a joke. No, right? No, we're getting punked. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game at ESPN Radio. Let's hit up on uh, some uh, local sports here. As we uh, didn't have a, a lot from uh, last night, but uh, we'll take a look at the uh, action that we did have in the uh, uh, Macon County uh, tournament on the uh, consolation side of things in the boys basketball. Uh, it was uh, Argenta, uh, the tournament was in Argenta, and it was Argenta getting the win over Tri City, a uh, 73 to uh, 31. And uh, Central A&M picked up the one-point victory over Saragordo, 34-33 was the final there. 
And Lincoln Prairie only had one score. Westville over Heritage is 68-20 to a 20 was the final score. In uh, girls basketball, uh, one score was Murrow Forsyth over Warrensburg Latham, 61-55. to a 55. And we did have some important girls basketball at the junior high level. In the eighth grade level, it was sectional championships as who was going to advance to the uh, state tournament on a Saturday. In Class 1A, the Cisna Park sectional championship. It was Royal Parkview Ogden over Oakland Lake Crest, 23 to 21 in overtime. In Class 1A, a Pena Sacred Heart sectional championship. It was a single St. Michael winning over a Pena Sacred Heart, 24 to a 17 to advance to the uh, state tournament there at 10 a.m. on Saturday against Ottawa Wallace. So single 21 and 0 on the season, taking on Ottawa, who's 26 and 1 on the year in 1A. We also had in a 2A of the uh, St. Anthony uh, sectional championship. It was Paris Crestwood over Altamont. And uh, that one was by the uh, final score of 34 to uh, 22. And also the Central A&M uh, sectional championship. Uh, it was Nokomis over Whitehall North Green. 25 to 11 was the final score there. So Nokomis will advance to the state tournament also at 10 a.m. And that's at Havana High School. And they'll take on Havana there. And then following that game at 11.30 will be Crest, Paris Crestwood taking on Serena there. Paris Crestwood 21-2 on the season. And Serena 16-6 on the year there. In a Class 3A, we had the uh, Pena Sectional Championship. And it was Topless winning over Arthur as it was a 26-18 final score. And the 3A sectional championship, it was Litchfield over Auburn. 26 to 16 was the final score there. And so Totopolis advances to the state tournament there. 230. And this is in Germantown Hills Middle School at 230 against Pittsfield Pikeland. And Pittsfield is 25 and 0 on the season. Mm. And Litchfield will take on Monticello at eleven thirty. A.M. there. If you win, you go on to the semifinals uh, later on on Saturday, later on into the evening, and 5 and 6.30 are the two semifinals. And then uh, third and championship will be decided the following uh, weekend uh, there. And in Class 4A, we had a couple of area representation there. It was a Muhammad Seymour winning over University of Park Crest, and that was a 30-27 to final. And the Chatham-Glenwood sectional championship is Mount Zion over Chatham-Glenwood, 37-21. to And so the 4A advancers there, Muhammad Seymour, they will take on Masterson Colin Powell as that is at 1 o'clock. And that's in normal Parkside Junior High School. And Mount Zion will take on Granite City Coolidge at 2.30 there on Saturday. So... Uh, good luck to all of those, and congrats to moving on to the mm-hmm. state championship uh, finals there in eighth grade girls basketball. All right, uh, let's take a look at uh, some local sports uh, for uh, this evening as we got uh, Totopolis. Uh, they are going to be at uh, St. Joe Ogden, and Totopolis is 4-3 and three in the early going this season. You got uh, St. Anthony, uh, they will be uh, squaring off with uh, Cowden Herrick at Beecher City, and that game is going to be in uh, Cowden 
as uh, St. Anthony and just coming off that loss against Altamont on Monday. They're seven and two on the uh, year, and uh, the uh, uh, Bobcats. Uh, let's see, uh, they are six and four on the season. Uh, South Central, they're going to be traveling to a Ramsey, uh, Brownstown, uh, St. Elmo's uh, at Windsor's Two Straws, and a uh, Nioga, who is off to a, a seven and one a start to uh, the uh, season. Uh, they are going to be hosting OPH tonight. And a game that you can hear over on Jack FM, it is Nokomis making the trip to Altamont tonight as we got the Redskins versus the Indians tonight with that matchup. And Nokomis, very strong start to the season so far as they are 7-1 and on the season taking on Altamont there who also are off to a good start with that big win on Monday against the uh, St. Anthony Lady Bulldogs, yes. five and two, are um, Altamont entering tonight's matchup against Nokomis. So uh, it looks like that Nokomis they uh, graduated a lot of people from last year, but uh, obviously off to a great start there in that program. That's been pretty good the last uh, several years. But uh, we'll see what happens and how they match up with uh, Altamont tonight. And I do have a, a one common opponent as uh, Nokomis has won against Vandalia earlier in the season, like the fourth game of the season, a part of a Thanksgiving tournament. And they beat the Vandals 59-28. to Only loss so far for Nokomis this year was to Greenville the following game after that Vandalia game. And they lost that one 49-26 was the final there. So uh, Nokomis coming to town to Altamont. And we'll have coverage for you over on Jack FM. We also got Apollo action tonight with Mattoon squaring off against Effingham. And you got Mattoon, who is 7-0 start to the season. And Effingham, 7-1. So a good game going on right here in town with the Hearts and a Green Wave in that one. We also got Charleston there at Muhammad Seymour. And Taylorville is hosting Pleasant Plains. Lincoln Prairie at Cumberland hosting Blue Ridge. Argenta at Villa Grove, Unity Christian at Tri-County, Arcola hosting uh, Sullivan, Oka Valley is at Cerro Gordo, and Arthur visits Heritage. And the Little Illini uh, tonight, Paris off to a 8-0 start. No surprise there, as it's the Battle of the Tigers. Paris versus Olney nice. tonight in Olney. Uh, Robinson, uh, they uh, make the uh, trip to uh, Newton tonight, and Robinson 8-1 start to uh, the uh, season as they've already matched up one time already this season. They matched up in the second game of the year all the way on November 16th, and Robinson picked up the win that night, 51-42. to We'll see what happens in the rematch. Uh, Marshall is at Lawrenceville. Edwards County is hosting Mount Carmel, and Red Hill is at Casey Westfield. Uh, Central Illinois tonight, Tuscola hosting Orantool. Warrensboro Latham at Central A&M. Central A&M, I said that they're off to a good start. 8-0 start to the season for the Raiders there. Uh, Shelbyville is at Clinton, and Macon Meridian is hosting Riverton. South Central Conference, I spoke of the Vandals earlier. They're going to be hosting Litchfield. Pena is at Staunton. Piasol at Gillespie. And North Mac is going to be hosting Greenville tonight. And in boys basketball, we got the Macon County Tournament continuing there in Argenta. And it's the championship semifinals turn this time as the number one seed of Warrensburg Latham scoring off against the four seed of Decatur St. Teresa at 6 o'clock. 
and the two seed making Meridian against the three seed Amuro Forsyth at a 7:30 there in Argenta. And if you missed any of those, you can check out the schedule on the website fmradio.com, and we'll have the results posted as well tomorrow for those games mm-hmm. as well. So uh, check it out on the website. All right, so we move on, and we'll stick with the theme of basketball. We'll be hitting up on the NBA from last night, and we'll take a look at the action for tonight, including the Final Four in the in-season tournament on the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, the loss of who you thought you were. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask them. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Hey, it's Amanda, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A nugget trays is that they're so easy for the holidays. They're warm and flavorful. It's always a crowd pleaser. When I put down, everyone is happy. Hey, this is Brian, and the little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Nugget Trays is the joy that it brings to me and everybody around me during the holidays. They're warm, juicy, and delicious. Cater the holidays with Chick-fil-A today. Available on the Chick-fil-A app. Real guests pay for their testimonials. You already know Prize Picks is the most fun you'll have this football season. But now, you can play during basketball season, too. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on the projected stats, and place your entry. You could turn $10 into $250. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Visit prizepicks.com slash play now and use code play now. That's code play now at prizepicks.com slash play now. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. And now, Mike Trout uses HGH, though. That's the only reason why he's good. I was going to say, is he still the best player in baseball? Yes. Even with all his injuries? Why? The- because people don't talk about him because he plays for the Angels. And they're going to continue to not talk about him because he still plays for the Angels. And he signed a long-term deal. And he doesn't play an entire season. And he can't make the postseason. Okay. Enterprise Center, Blues now 13-11-1 on the season. They visit Columbus tomorrow night. The Billikens are on a three-game losing streak as they were defeated 75-69 at the hands of the Drake Bulldogs. St. Louis now 5-5. They will host Hofstra on Saturday. Other college basketball action from yesterday, Southeast Missouri State crushed Harris-Stowe 95-45. SAU Edwardsville beat Green Bay 78-69. And Western Illinois took down Coe College 80-58. Tonight, Eastern Illinois will host IUPUI. Chicago Bulls led by as many as 22 points during a 111-100 win over the Charlotte Hornets. The United Center Bulls had a four-point lead at half before taking control with a 35-20 run in the third quarter. DeMar DeRozan scored 29 points in the victory 
while Busevich finished with 20 points and 12 rebounds. The Bulls visit San Antonio tomorrow night. It was also announced earlier today that Zach Levine will be out for another three to four weeks with his injury. The Blackhawks try to snap their four-game losing streak when they host the Anaheim Ducks at the United Center tonight. Chicago's last place in the Central Division with 15 points and a 7-16 and one record. And the White Sox are adding some pitching depth. The team selected left-hander Shane Duran during the Rule 5 draft yesterday. Duran was in the White Sox organization last year. He went 10-7 with a 5.05 ERA and 27 appearances. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. As uh, Eric mentioned there in that Sports Center hit, the uh, Bulls did pick up that win yep. over the Hornets, so they can beat the Lonely Hornets. Staying hot, Travis. Yeah. Staying hot without Zach Levine in the lineup. I think they're three and one now this yeah, year. Look at him go. Yeah. It's almost like he could be the problem. It, it, it is, Travis. And then you factor in the fact of, like I said, it was announced earlier today that he's going to be out for another uh, three to four weeks. Um, and one of the, the talking heads on one of the, the sports shows, I believe it was on NBA TV, um, mentioned that he's going to return around mid-January. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, that's also the time D'Angelo Russell and Hachimura will become eligible to be traded from the Lakers. So take that for what you will. I'm not saying that that's why, but the Lakers have heavily been rumored to be with Zach Levine. So the fact that, oh, yeah, he's going to be out until they're eligible to be traded (laughs) is kind of, uh, yeah. Convenient timing. Zach Levine will not be back on this Bulls team. Doesn't look like it His as Bulls each career passing day. Yep. Speaking of, of the Bulls, Travis, by the way, congratulations to the guy I have knocked on for years and years and years, Colby White. Mm-hmm. Colby White last night in that uh, Hornets game set the Bulls franchise record for made three-pointers. Wow. So you think about Steve Kerr and Tony Kukoc, and there have been a lot of good three-point shooters on that Bulls team. And Yeah, uh, but... Nobody's shooting threes like they oh, are no, now. Oh, no, not like they do now. <laughs> you know, you put up 75 yeah. total shots, 50 of them are threes. Like, yeah, that's exactly. the way the game is. But still, congratulations, because I always dog on Colby White, and he's finally playing maybe decent basketball. Hey, dude, put some, put some respect. I will. I Sorry, think. Colby. <laughs> uh, so the Bulls are playing good without a Levine. Uh, team that's playing the opposite of good, that's the Detroit Pistons. As they lost again last night to the Grizzlies, one sixteen to one hundred two. Uh, Bane dropped forty nine on them last night, and they've lost eighteen straight. Eighteen game losing streak for the Pistons. <sighs> Didn't win the entire month of November, <sighs> and not starting out the month of December very well at all. Is it, Travis? Is it <laughs> Pistons or Spurs? Who are the worst team in in NBA? Oof, I mean, at least the Spurs have Wimbenyama. You exactly. can watch. I mean, Pistons have K Cunningham, but Heck, come on, not on the same level of superstardom. I, I know. Uh, and the Spurs, they even lost last night, one hundred two to ninety four to the Timberwolves. Uh, Rudy Gobert, sixteen points, but twenty rebounds for the big guy. Uh, the uh, Cavs, uh, the uh, Magic are in a little bit of a slide after they were on a. Uh, lengthy winning streak but they've lost back-to-back games now they lost to the Cavs last night 121 to 111 despite Pablo Bancharo's 42 points 
Um, 76ers, they won against the uh, Wizards, who's also, you know, we talked about the Spurs and Pistons, but Wizards are 3-17 and 17 this year as well. Uh, 131 to 126, and Joel Embiid goes off for a 50-burger last night. 50 points, 13 rebounds, mm. 7 assists for the big fella. Uh, the Heat won over the uh, Raptors, 112 to 103. Uh, the Nets won by a single point over the uh, Hawks, 114 to 111. Despite Trey Young's 30 points, not enough to get the uh, one point win. And Mikael Bridges. The game winner gives them the lead with about 0.44 seconds left, actually. Uh, the Rockets won against the uh, Thunder, 110 to 101. Uh, the Mavericks were all over the uh, Jazz, and Luka has a triple double. And he had 29 points in the uh, first half. Did he pick up the triple double in the first half? I don't yeah, know. first half triple double. Oh, my goodness. I was, Never like, no way that's for, I was like, no way that's real. No, that's real. Wow. Uh, 147 to 97 was the final, and Luca 40 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Yep, seventh career 40-point triple double, uh, and a wow. 50-point win versus the Jazz. Tied Will Chamberlain for the most, most, fourth most 40-point triple doubles in NBA history. Became the first player to record a 25-point triple double in a single half since play-by-play was first tracked in 96-97. Yeah, wow, that first is, half. Yeah. He reached 30-point triple-double with 11.07 remaining in the third quarter, fastest to a 30-point triple-double in terms of game time by a player. Wow. He also passed Larry Bird for the ninth-most triple-doubles in NBA history, passed Magic Johnson for the second-most by a player before turning 25 in NBA history. Mm. He only trails Oscar Robinson. Mm. Nice. And it was the third-largest victory in franchise history. Yeah, it was a blowout. Uh, the Warriors, uh, not so much of a blowout. They only won by four over the Trailblazers. Uh, Steph goes off for 31, 110 to 106. And the Clippers won against the uh, Nuggets. And uh, James Harden, 20 points, 11 assists. Beat Jokic's uh, triple-double. Uh, Jokic had uh, 22 points, 15 boards, and 10 assists in the game, but not enough to pick up the win. Yeah, and real quickly, Travis, on the Warriors, uh, did you hear what uh, Steve Kerr said after the game? No. He said, we may have to think about moving the starting lineup around game to game, depending on the matchup. I'd still like to get something solid, but we haven't really established anything. The Warriors have used nine different starting lineups this season. Time for the second most in the NBA. Only the Heat have used more. The main reason, though, the Warriors starting five that dominated last season has not this season. The lineup of Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, Green, and Looney played 113 minutes in those minutes. The Warriors outscored by 25 points. Mm -hmm. Last season, this lineup outscored opponents by 145 points. This year, they're being outscored by 25 yeah. So obviously not gelling. No, not no at all. No jelly there. No, not at all. So uh, that was a look at the uh, NBA from uh, last night and uh, action uh, tonight. We only have the final four in the end season tournament this evening. So they get to take a center stage. And uh, you can hear it right here on 98.9 with the action of starting at 4 o'clock tip off for the uh, Pacers and uh, Bucks. Early a day there in Vegas, and I guess that leaves you open for a lot of time at night. You could be spending in Vegas. Yep. Uh, but uh, that game will be a uh, first, and the Pelicans and Lakers will be uh, the nightcap at eight o'clock. Lakers favored by a point and a half. 
Milwaukee five and a half point favorites on ESPN bet in this one. But go look, Pacers and go Lakers. Look at that over Travis for the first game. Yeah, that is insane. Two fifty seven and a half. I think that's the highest that has been around in a, in a really long time. Yeah, expecting some points. Well, the Bucks just put a lot on the best defense in the league. I heard Greeny talking about that earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. They put 146 on the Knicks. Wow, yeah, which are good. the best team in in the in you know defensively, defensively. in mm-hmm. basketball. And then the uh, the Pacers as a team, uh, they just are efficient. And when you're efficient, you score a lot of points. Uh, they put 144 on the Heat. And 132 they put on the Heat as well. So, uh, man, it's just the Heat are bad. But they put 136 on the Pistons, 131 against the Raptors, 157 against the Hawks, Travis. So, wow, it's going to be an explosive affair. And, again, you can listen to that game right here. 3.30 coverage starts on uh, 99 of the game. Yeah, pregame show starts uh, then. Should be a, a good one to settle in for some NBA basketball for your late afternoon, mm-hmm. early evening there so check them both out here on 98.9 so that will do it uh, for uh, basketball and we'll uh, close out the show talking a little football we'll take a peek at that nfl thursday matchup and take a quick peek at the uh, playoff picture as well coming up next here on the start lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Hey y'all, I'm Lainey Wilson. I've worn Wrangler jeans since I was itty bitty doing chores on Daddy's Farm. Fit for dreamers, made for doers. This season's styles will have you ready for the fall and all of those crisp mornings and cool days ahead. Now I don't know about you, but no matter where I am, a pair of Wranglers takes me back home. They also make the best boot cut around. Y'all know I love a flare. Wrangler, for the ride of life. Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. It's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and But ah. she's not worried. With the Chase mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools that help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Well, 
go first. Semis once. Travis. Third round, three times. Semis once. Once. This year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus. Oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> thought this was a freaking trick question. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Only here on 98.9 to stay a smidge a bit longer. I'm going to turn things over to uh, the uh, podcast. Just uh, got a little bit more to uh, talk about. And uh, week number 14 of the uh, NFL uh, season kicks off uh, tonight. Thursday night, a primetime game. And boy, is it a doozy. We got the uh, 2-10 Patriots. Against the uh, seven and five is steel. Yeah, Mac Jones or whoever they're throwing out there. It's not Mac Jones. It's uh, Zappy. Zappy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whoever they're throwing out there against yep. Mitchell Trubisky, I do know that. Yep. Trubisky, Mitch, back in action tonight. Yep. And the game dipped to uh, twenty nine and a half earlier in the week, um, but it's like it's Thursday as of this, or thirty as of this 30 morning. And a half, yeah. That'd be the lowest over under since an 06 divisional playoff game between the Panthers and Bears. Oof. There hasn't been a total under thirty since December twenty sixth, nineteen ninety three, when frigid temperatures contributed to three games having sub thirty totals. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what we're doing tonight. We're betting the under. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, the uh, Patriots are currently sitting in last place in the, the East. They're only 2-10 and ten on the season. They're trying to avoid their first the last place division finish since 2000. And that was Bill Belichick's first year as the Patriots head coach. The only team that has a longer active streak without a last place division finish is their opponent this week is the Steelers, who haven't finished last in the North since Mm -hmm. 1988. So got a couple of last place losing streaks, I mean, for the Patriots on the line. Right. The uh, Steelers are still in the playoff hunt. Yeah. And Travis, as bad as this game could be, there's one on Sunday that could be just as bad as far as over-unders go. Mm-hmm. There's one that's flirting at 30 and a half as of this morning, and that is the Jags and Browns because of backup quarterbacks. Right. And rainy weather. Windy, rainy weather. Hmm. Yeah, it's not exactly a recipe for, for anything high scoring. No, uh-uh. Nope. Rain, wind, and backup quarterbacks because we know Trevor Lawrence won't be playing, and we know that Deshaun's not playing. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Flirting, but... Browns still favored by three. Yep. So. Does this hit the under, Travis? I mean, if it's rainy weather. No, no, this game. This game's not going to be rainy. Oh, this one tonight? Yeah, this one tonight. Uh, Yeah, it does. You think so? Yeah. It's going to be in the 40s with light winds. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I agree. I, I, I just don't see either of these teams. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot. 
No. I mean, last week the Patriots lost six to nothing. Six to nothing to the Chargers, who are not that good. Yeah. Defensively. Yeah, and I think the rain was involved there yeah. as well. But yeah. uh, Steelers, though, they currently hold the first wild card right now because they own the tiebreakers over the uh, Browns, Colts, and the Texans because all of those teams are seven and five right now. So, you know, it's uh, still a big game with yep. the Steelers in uh, for playoffs for them. Um, did you all see the other NFL news this morning, Travis? Uh, what was that? The man who's as good as gold has announced his retirement from the NFL. Former Bears kicker Robbie yeah. Gold mm-hmm. has retired at the age of 41. Yay. A story written for the Players' Tribune yep. uh, retiring. Yep. Tenth so. in league history and points scored. Eighth in field goals made. 86.4% career success rate on field goal attempts. He is ninth all time. Yeah, just, re- just remember that. 86.4%. Success rate mm-hmm. on field goals. Yeah, and I'll you tell let, you this much, Travis. And he, you went to the, he went to the Forty ers If he's on the Bears team, there's no double doink. That doesn't make history. Not. No, most likely not. Cody Parkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Robbie Gold was 27 of 32 on field goals and 50 of 51 extra points last season. Um. Second place in field goals and fourth in scoring in Niners history. Mm-hmm. He's also clutching the playoffs, making all 29 field goal attempts, including eight in 2022 and 39 point afters. He's also the Bears' all-time leading scorer, yep. 1,207 points. Yep, yep. From start to finish, I love everything about my time in Chicago in yep. this article, he said. Yep, he also said, more than anything, though, I just absolutely love Bears fans. That's where he met his wife, and yep. they have raised their three children in the city of Chicago. Yep, and he's going back to be a little league coach. Hmm. So, well, enjoy retirement. Yep, Mr. Robbie Gold. Yep, yep. So, uh, congratulations to to Robbie Gold, and uh, mm-hmm. we wish him nothing but the best, and uh, wish he never left. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Playing that is Fred and Freddie and Harry for just a little bit, and then it's the end of season of tournament, a final four tonight. So enjoy that here on ninety eight nine the game. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on ninety eight nine the game. <laughs> Welcome back in. Welcome to overtime of the uh, start in a lineup. Uh, coming up, we got some things to uh, clean up with. I uh, got some stuff for uh, college basketball. And to get to that uh, Caitlin Clark story yep, yep. Uh, with her record and putting up the points. So we'll talk about that. And uh, as uh, I think you also said, you had some motorsports yes. news. Yes, 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 so yes. So we'll get to uh, that. And we'll also uh, be uh, getting to uh, this date, sports history, yep, and whatever else we can get into here. Some random news and uh, notes. Is there anything on sports there that you want to hit on? Yeah, uh, the Jets are going to start Zach Wilson at quarterback. So mm. there's so that. We keep going back and forth with that. Yep. Um, 
Trevor Lawrence is shining some light on his recent injury. He told me on Wednesday that he refused to be carted off the field after sustaining his high ankle sprain during the game. team's Monday night loss to the Bengals. Quarterback was helped off the field to the sideline and made the short walk into the tunnel. Hmm. I don't know why. Like, Why are you refusing, I, I guess, macho? Well, and I thought they had trouble fighting him with Gart. Well, he's saying that he refused to get on it. Hmm. So, uh, Dolphins cornerback Tua Tagovailoa is leading all vote getters for the Pro Bowl games. Second place, C.J. Stroud. Third is Christian McCaffrey, rounding out the top five: Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, may not even play in the game. Nope, may not. He might be in the Super Bowl. Yep, he may be, or he may be with Taylor. <laughs> Uh, Charlotte Hornets president and vice chairman is stepping down. Fred Whitfield will be departing the organization due to health reasons after leading the team's business operations for more than 17 years. The 65-year-old has been battling throat cancer while supporting his mother and her own health issues. So, wish him the best there. Um, the Cotton Bowl is set to remain as the site for the Red River rivalry. Texas and Oklahoma have agreed to extend their historic rivalry game at the site through 2036. Hmm. So, there you go. And As it should be. Finally, Rutgers is adding a top recruit to their 2024 class. Five-star guard Dylan Harper announced his commitment to Rutgers on Wednesday. ESPN ranks Harper as the number two prospect in the 2024 class. The six-foot-five guard chose the Scarlet Knights over offers from Duke, Kansas, Indiana, as well as several other schools. He currently plays at Don Bosco Prep in Ramsey, New Jersey, and he'll join forces with forward Ace Bailey, who is ranked third overall in the 2024 ESPN 100. What is going on at Rutgers? They're turning it around, and we still beat them. <laughs> number two overall and, and number, number three. three. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? And we still beat them, Travis. What is going on with the Scarlet Knights? That's right. Don't we forget We still beat it. them. That's right. Well, they're look not on how, campus yet. So Look how good we are. They're not on campus we'll beat yet. Beat Rutgers handedly. Then we should have a fast track to get these guys. <laughs> and we beat FAU. Uh, Harper is the uh, youngest brother of a former Rutgers player, Ron Harper Jr. Yep. Of course, and Ron Harper Jr. is now with the Raptors. Oh, yeah, I forget he's with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. He led the Scarlet Knights to two NCAA tournament appearances, breaking the 30-year drought that Rutgers was on. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I don't know what's – must be a good, good recruiter that they have. Good NIL deals. Yeah. Maybe that has to take into effect a little bit soon. Or close to home. He's from New Jersey. Well, and his family. family. Yeah. But the other guy, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about Ace. Good name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take a look at more college basketball here. Uh, Houston, uh, they easily won over Rice 75-39. to 39 points in an NCAA game. Hey, it was 34 to 18 at the half. Oof. Uh, Marquette and Texas, not so much of a good game as you would have thought it would have been. Uh, Marquette easily won this one, 86 to uh, 65. Uh, they led big in the first half and they cruised to the win. Uh, it was Colorado State over Denver, 90 to 80. And that offensive, no defense, optional, I guess. Uh, Denver actually led by four at halftime, but mm. come back there in the second half for the Rams. Uh, Miami all over Long Island University 
Long Island University only scored 18 points in the first half as well. 97-49 was the final. Texas A&M won over DePaul 89-64 and number 24 Clemson wins the rivalry game against South Carolina. That's the South Carolina's first loss. 7-1. Clemson 8-0. 72-67 was the final score there. Mm -hmm. And also in women's college basketball there, it was Iowa getting the win over Iowa State 67-58. And the Hawkeyes are now 9-1, but Maybe most importantly uh, for Kaitlyn Clark, as she became the 15th player in Division One women's basketball history to reach 3,000 points for her career in the game, and she also became the first player in D1 women's or men's to record at least 3,000 points, 750 rebounds, and 750 assists for Kaitlyn Clark, making history. Yep. Doesn't matter if it's men or women. Uh, therefore, Kaitlyn Clark. Very impressive. Absolutely. In her last year of eligibility. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jay Willow this morning was talking about like she could come back next year. She could, but she's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Why would she? Uh, you could make money and um, stay in college. I... Make six figures and stay in college. I don't think money is the goal for her. No, probably not. I think winning is the goal. Yeah, probably. Travis, quit denying this because more than likely, who's going to have the top pick? It's going to be Indiana because Indiana always has top pick. So if I can just have to go not over always. to Indianapolis and see Caitlin Clark, I'll do it. But you can go to Iowa. No, I don't want to go to Iowa. I'd rather go to Indy. I'm going there this weekend. Oh, nice. Yes. Very nice. So Doing Christmas stuff. That, maybe not so much. Yeah, with the fam. Hmm. <sighs> Have fun. Have fun with that. Oh, yeah. We're going to <laughs> a Christmas carnival. I'm so looking forward Ooh, to Ooh, a Christmas carnival. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Carnival. So, look, so looking forward to it. <laughs> It'll be cold and wet and rainy. Yeah. Nothing says Christmas like rain-soaked carnival. <laughs> Maybe not the best weather, you're right, for that stuff. But it's better than snow. That's true. It could all be snow and ice. could be. Ugh. Yeah, no fun. No carnival then, I would imagine, no. either. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're kind of getting sideways here. Uh, let's go to uh, some of this date, this date in sports history. All right, this day in sports history, Travis. Only three things. On this day in 1963, instant replay was used for the first time during CBS's coverage of the Army-Navy game. The announcer commemorates the historic moment by saying, this is not live. Army did not score again. <laughs> Glad we had to. Imagine, though, if you were just watching it and they'd never seen Instant Relay before. And you exactly. see that, you'd think, they're scoring again. Thank goodness that announcer clarified right, exactly. it. Exactly. Wow. Yep. What, a, what an odd experience. Yep. Uh, on this date in 2003, Broncos running back Clinton Portis rushed for 218 yards and sets a Broncos record with five rushing touchdowns and a 45-27 win against the Chiefs. Mm. 
really had to go that far back for when the Broncos beat the Chiefs. And finally, December 7th, 2012, with a right-handed runner in the second quarter of the Lakers' 103-87 win over the New Orleans Hornets, Kobe Bryant becomes the youngest player in NBA history to reach 30,000 points for his career. At 34 years and 104 days old, Bryant breaks Wilt Chamberlain's record of 35 years and 179 days. LeBron would later break Kobe's record. Mm. Yep. Luca may be on his way to breaking LeBron's record. Potentially could be. Yeah. So, there you go. Which, by the way, the Broncos beat the Chiefs earlier this year. Oh, that's true. Sorry about that. So, Sorry, didn't mean to throw shade. Exactly. Throw an unnecessary, unnecessary shade, shade there, there at yeah. the Broncos. Sorry, Broncos. <laughs> you haven't been good for a while, so... Uh, they just had that long winning streak to get back in it. It feels like forever that they've been decent, Travis. Yeah, it hasn't been. It's been like seven or eight years since Peyton Manning. Yeah, that feels like a lifetime ago, Travis. the Super Bowl. We dealt with COVID since then. It's true. That's a pre-COVID world. It might as well have not even existed. It, it was. It was pre-COVID. Bills and Chiefs. This week on Sunday should be good. Yeah. Mm, I thought there was another matchup that I wanted to uh, uh, spotlight. For some reason, we have uh, two games on ESPN today. Or not today, but Monday. Monday. Weird. Cardinals and Commanders are on by. So, if your fantasy playoffs start this week, plan accordingly. Plan accordingly, we'll that's talk, right. We'll talk more about the NFL tomorrow. Yes, we will. On a feel-good Friday. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, let's get to uh, some uh, motorsports news. Okay, we're going to talk about this motorsports news. As Leah Pruitt, you may not know who that is, Travis, but she's stepping away from drag racing and HRA to focus on starting a family with her husband, Tony Stewart, hmm. her NASCAR Hall of Fame husband, it's going to replace her next year in the top fuel dragster that Pruitt drove to her best third place finish in the NHRA standings this year. Now, Pruitt and Stewart married just over two years ago, and obviously this is an incredible personal decision, but uh, they decided to do it. Pruitt won two races this season as a top fuel dragster driving for Tony Stewart Racing, which won the Funny Car Championship with Matt Hagen. Pruitt has 12 career top fuel victories. Stewart, by the way, ran the full NHRA season in 2023 in a top alcohol dragster class. Pruitt, who turns 36 in May, is only six. It's, it'll only be six days after Tony will celebrate his 53rd birthday. Travis, so Tony Stewart at 53 is going to get in a top fuel dragster for the whole season. Yeah, the two became inseparable during 2020, during the early days of the pandemic, as Stewart, who had already retired from full-time racing, turned his attention to drag racing. Uh, in his first season, Tony just fell 21 points short of becoming the first driver to complete the trifecta of a NASCAR title, an IndyCar title, and an NHRA title. So he'll give it a go again. Um, Stewart, who, as we know, owns Stewart Haas Racing and NASCAR, the Tony Stewart Racing Sprint Team, the Tony Stewart Racing Drag Racing Team, as well as the SRX. He is the owner of that, as well as several racetracks across the country. Now, this decision for her to step away, Pruitt, um, started earlier in the year. So it would not have changed if she had won the championship. They already decided this well in advance. Um, but as for Stewart, the team owner, taking over for his wife's seat, 
Stewart was adamant it was a team decision made by Pruitt and her crew chief after the duo scoured the market for uh, available replacements. Uh, he insisted he did not ask for the job or pressure the team into choosing him to fill his wife's seats. In the end, the progress he showed in one season racing the top alcohol dragster and his immersion with the team made him a natural choice. Uh, Tony Stewart said, quote, to be competitive professional race car driver and have to make the decision, take yourself out of the seat to start a family is not a position most males would want to be put in. We had to discuss starting a family and this was her decision. In those decisions, we came to the conclusion that the timing was up to her I was very supportive as to whether she wanted to do it now or years from now. I'm very humbled that Leah and Neil, the crew chief, felt I was the driver to fill in for her. I feel honored that I can do that for my wife and this team. I Also, Tony was quoted as saying this, and this may be the greatest quote ever. Are you ready? Uh-huh. My goal is to not suck, to not get fired by my wife, and to not kill myself driving this thing. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Some... Pretty pretty good rules. So, Tony Stewart's going to become a dad at 53, 54, possibly. Mm-hmm. So, better late than never, Tony. And getting into a dragster. And getting into a dragster. And not just any dragster. The top fuel ones. Those are the, the dangerous ones. Mm-hmm. It's not the funny car, which has the shell. It's just the... Yeah, what's so funny about them? Ah. <laughs> they tell jokes? Yeah, they do. They're funny looking. Mm-hmm. It's real funny when they explode. Wow. Yeah, sure is. Hopefully no one gets hurt during this explosion. Uh, there's, there's a lot of people who have been injured. In and it. then it's no laughing matter. Ah. So. Uh, Just look at me go. Hey, look at you go. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. But anyways, so yeah, that was that's uh, what Tony Stewart's up to. Um, going to go drive a a top fuel dragster see he one of those that's what tony's gonna be driving hmm yeah definitely have seen those there's not a whole lot to protect see. you if something goes wrong no no so, especially with the engine right in the back or if it yeah you know explodes or those have a tendency to just fly into the air yeah like, exactly yeah at 53 the only place i want to be is sitting on my couch <laughs> yeah right so, good luck to you, Tony Stewart. Hey, some people are speed junkies. And he's still going to be racing the SRX, too. And making appearances at NASCAR events. Yeah. Like, slow down, dude. You can't. You can't. Some guys can't. I, I think he should, he should He should start his own IndyCar team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like one of the only ventures he that's left. He has done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. That's what's up with Tony Stewart nowadays, in case you were wondering. There you go. He'll be a drag racer. <laughs> kind of be Billing a... for his wife and hopefully not die in his words. And don't suck. And don't suck and don't get fired by his wife. Imagine that conversation. Words. This is the team that finished third in the standings last year. And if Tony comes out and really stinks, does his wife go, we're going to put someone else in this car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your Sorry. team, Tony. You own the team, but that's mm. my car. So yeah. you're fired. Sorry, honey. <laughs> Conversation at the dinner table might be a little awkward. <laughs> I need you at home more. Yeah, I need to help take care of this baby. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, but we wish them the best. Absolutely. Good luck. Be safe, Tony. In those in those endeavors for sure. 
and uh, we're gonna close out uh, the uh, show here. I saw this uh, this morning, but it was uh, confirmed by ESPN, and also I just wanted to play this. Breaking news: We got not in the baseball world. Now you're thinking there, but uh, the Masters champion John Rahm is going to live, live golf as John Rahm now. Does it matter? We're still, we're still, we're still doing this. Does that matter? They're together. I, I mean, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I thought at the end of the year that they were. I thought they all were together. Be, Did I miss something? I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, but John Rom signs with a, a big a contract to a uh, live. And what it was like in like the five hundred million dollar range. Yeah. So, the Masters champion, the number one golfer in the world. He'll still beat all the majors. That's all that matters. It's still all together. The former number one. Sorry, not it the number one player. But doesn't matter. The deal is to believe believed to be longer than three years, and is reportedly worth more than. Oh, sorry, it's not five hundred; it's three hundred million. Oh, okay. Well, and will include yeah. ownership stake for Rom in the new golf league team, according to sources. Yeah. Liv is recruiting additional PJ Tour players to fill out the roster of Rom's team. There, so. Whatever. <laughs> uh, they are attempting to uh, hammer out the final details uh, for the agreement that would combine their commercial interests into a new uh, profit entity, uh, the PGA Tour Enterprises. There, so uh, they're scheduled to meet next week between the PGA Tour Commissioner and the uh, Governor of Live, I guess you would say, or the or Saudi. The Saudi fund, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Um, so, uh, PIF has spent more than $3 billion funding the uh, Live uh, Golf League the past two seasons. The framework agreement is set to expire December 31st. And uh, PJ Commissioner John Monahan, Jay Monahan, has called the day a firm deadline last week. So, there you go. Whatever. <laughs> so tired of this live stuff yep and here we are again here we are again a john rom the masters champion now with live yay <laughs> i just wanted to get you all excited you with the did breaking, yeah the breaking news about yeah. baseball <laughs> no Ugh. nope it's just live thanks travis <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome, man. We just haven't played the breaking news sounder in a while. So, <laughs> all right. With that, we're going to get out of here for the day. And we'll be back for your feel-good Friday tomorrow. And until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back to close out the week strong tomorrow. Back better than ever. Maybe I shouldn't say that. That's what Greeny says. It is. It's his thing come up with a new thing besides my usual but we'll figure it out or hammer it out until then peace out